0: i Costa and Citizen Away. Cool. Keep holding on. I'm victory 91.5. You've almost made it to 12 o'clock. You're tired. You're ready to take a nap. <laughs> I am you ready a nap. got early this morning. <laughs> but you've been teaching us. I know I'm getting messages. They're like, thank you so much for this teaching, you know, all morning. So there's still one more thing that you want to share. Well, I do. We we got to wrap it up. We got to get Jesus to actually be born there, right? So uh, what good is Rosh Hashanah if the son of God, if the Messiah doesn't arrive, right? right? So we know he's uh, born in the manger at the base of the Tower of the Flock at Mignal Adar. Now, that doesn't exist anymore. There's ruins of it in Ephrath, which is in Bethlehem, right beside Rachel's tombs. Unfortunately, it's hard to get to because uh, if you're with the tour group, especially because it is in the Palestinian territory and it's a little... uh, well, it's a little dangerous. <laughs> so, but uh, so it's not as easy to find him if you're with just a few people, you can get there. So, that's where he's born in Bethlehem, outside of Bethlehem, the town of current town of Bethlehem. So, what happened to there being no room at the inn? We kind of get that story. And again, that's English Bible translations, but most Christians know Jesus was not born on December 25th. This date was established by the Roman Catholic Church. Way back, 360 A.D., when they held a special mass to honor Christ, and kind of a nice thing, uh, the pagan world was celebrating Saturnalia, a feast honoring the birth of their sun god, uh, Saturn. As the church grew in power and uh, Roman deities started to fade away, the church kept the day and eventually became known as the Christ Mass. We call it Christmas. We just kind (laughs) of crunch it up. But it's the Christ Mass, and Mass has two meanings for the Catholics back then. Originally, it meant the victim of a sacrifice, in other words, a death. That's a Mass. Eventually, it meant also to be sent on a mission to go. So in one sense, you can't celebrate the birth of Jesus on Christmas without also focusing on his death. So that's just a little reality. So let's talk about the inn There's another verse that causes some confusion with the way it's been translated. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, laid him in the manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. So, again, translation is a funny thing. The word translated as inn is katalima. It simply means guest chamber. And it doesn't mean an inn. Uh, So would have been a guest room in the family home in Bethlehem that Mary and Joseph would stay in when they visited, which would have been at least three times a year for the feast, just like every other Jew. So they would have been coming there a lot. Both Joseph and Mary were direct descendants of King David, whose lineage and property went back to Boaz, who married Ruth. Remember? Uh, Boaz owned a home with a threshing floor in Bethlehem, which by right of inheritance was handed down to succeeding generations. So they weren't from just a slacker family here. Joseph was of David's lineage (laughs) through his son Solomon. Mary was of David's lineage through his son Nathan, father of Solomon. These guys are from the royal line, all right? So let's not forget that. Uh, Then you got the unclean versus not wanted. Is there any good reason a a pregnant Jewish woman couldn't stay in their family home during a high feast day. Yes, actually, there is. According to the Torah, when a woman had an issue of blood for any reason, and that includes pregnancy, Mm -hmm. she was ritually unclean for that time and for seven days after... And, well, let me just give you the verse. Anything she lies on or sits on blankets, anything, during her period will be unclean. Anything she sits on will be unclean. Anyone who touches anything she sits on will be unclean. They must wash their clothes, bathe with water, and they'll still be unclean till evening. A woman who becomes pregnant and gives birth to a son will be ceremonially unclean for seven days. So you can imagine they're all they're traveling across the country here to get there for a high holy day, and so everybody in the house becomes unclean the minute you arrive. Mm-hmm. So that's a bad thing. So she had to stay separately so as not to defile the people in the household by her presence and definitely not by a birth in the house. So none of that would work. So no room, just okay. simply... I mean something very different. The Jews aren't are are extremely family oriented. They all they live together. It's a it's a, it's a very uh, tight uh, family kind of order. So that story translated that way to be honest, it would be offensive to any people group, especially to the Jews. But would her family who loved her send her to give birth in a filthy stable of animals? So uh, it's just silly. Prophecies about the Messiah tell us that he would be revealed from Mignal Adar. We don't know the exact circumstances, but there's certainly much more to the story. But it doesn't mean that you have to uh, go with just bad translations and accept those so that's a few of the little details of why i believe coming up on tuesday you can celebrate with a shout of worship and praise the coming in of a new year you can celebrate the birth of yeshua jesus our messiah the christ Uh, you can celebrate the end of the world one day the uh, the new heavens and the new earth you can celebrate so many things for rosh hashanah and i really encourage you to do that and uh and don't forget the command to eat fat and sweets. Right, drink sweet, <laughs> eat fat. It's a very important quality. <laughs> if you didn't so hear this. anything else today, here—that's <laughs> all. I, hear that that's advice. all I got from the whole day, right there. Is <laughs> eat fat, drink sweet. I got that. Now I uh, will be back. So basically, we are in the days of creation right now, day two. So uh, Rosh Hashanah is day six when man was created. So Tuesday, Sabbath is the next day on seventh, and so. From Tuesday, you count 10 days to get the Yom Kippur, and I believe that's on a Thursday, which it'll begin on Wednesday evening. So I'll be back on that Wednesday, which I think is the 16th or 15th, and I'll teach that morning.